We often hear a few similar words: meditation, mindfulness, Zen. Meditation is a practice where an individual uses a technique, such as mindfulness, to train attention, awareness, and mental clarity. Meditation dates back to the Roman Empire, when Philip of Alexandria had written some form of spiritual exercises. More on the recent decades, another surge of interest in meditation began. Mindfulness has been a popular form of meditation, but there's another form we haven't talked much about. Journaling is an underrated form of meditation. I've been journaling for twenty years. When I write journals, I think, I reflect, I imagine things. I have conversations with myself. I build relationships with myself. It helps me focus on my own thoughts and achieve mental clarity. I have practiced mindfulness a couple of times. But I found it pretty hard to focus during the sessions, because sometimes I fell asleep or just lost focus. But journaling has really changed my life. I started writing about my emotions and feelings since I was very young. Born as a super introvert person, I don't usually express my emotions or feelings to anyone growing up. Maybe something about feeling bullied by some kids or classmates. Since I was very quiet and introvert, to something about my happiness, performing my dance and music talents in school, all sort of random things in an old school handwritten diary with a little luck. Ten years into my journaling, after I got a laptop and an iPhone, I started journaling on these devices instead. As I carried the same habit. I started writing travel journals in every single country that I've visited. I am a solo traveler. When I don't talk to the locals, I talk to myself by writing the journals during the trips, which is what always keeps me busy. Many of you know that I've put together all these journals into a series of travel books. Yes, these two books are collections of my journals in the past ten years. Lots of memories in 138 countries that I've visited, both good and bad. I enjoy reading them because they remind me of my experiences, thoughts, observations, and emotions at that moment. I see every human brain is like a memory in a computer. There's a limit of how much we can store in a computer. So for me, writing a journal it's like storing some of the files into external portable drive for my laptop. I don't need to look at it every day, but I can take it out any time if I want to. This way, it frees some part of my brain storage for other better productivity that is more urgent or I need to use more often. So in this sense, journaling has definitely increased my productivity. When I write journals, I also need to think about what has happened, what are things that have come to my mind at that moment, 
It helps me to reflect upon what I have done right and what I have done wrong. If I didn't do that, I would just have done something, make some mistakes, and then let it pass and forgot about it the next day. Maybe I would not have learned anything from my mistakes. So I think if I didn't do journaling all these years, I would not have been able to consistently achieve good grades in schools or achieve what I've got so far in my career. And journaling has really helped me to understand myself a lot better. Without shyness, I am a pro on self-awareness. There are some entrepreneurs who even commented that I'm a top 1% on self-awareness or in another word, intrapersonal genius. That's how he called me. So intrapersonal means it's something within yourself, whereby interpersonal means it's the sensitivity to the other's feelings. So intrapersonal is very different from interpersonal. There's a book called Multiple Intelligences by a psychologist Howard Gardner, where he talks about seven types of intelligences including musical harmonic intelligence, visual spatial intelligence, verbal linguistic intelligence, logical mathematical, physical kinetic intelligence, interpersonal and intrapersonal. Basically, intrapersonal has something to do with self-reflective capability. This refers to deep understanding of yourself, like knowing what your strengths are, your weaknesses are, and be able to predict the reactions and emotions. I'm not sure if I was born with the capability of self-understanding. I think this is a process. So the more I practice, the better I get. I've been journaling for 20 years now. So more or less, I've been training myself on this for 20 years. Then the next question you may ask, if we really understand ourselves well, then so what? So if you understand yourself very well, you know what you want, then you can live more happily in your life. Many people, in fact, don't really know what they want in life because they're just following what other people ask them to do. Therefore, they can't live happily. I didn't always know what I wanted in my life, but what I did know is what I didn't want. So I would avoid doing those things that made me unhappy. I guess that's another way of being happy. Another benefit of self-awareness is that you could predict other people's reactions and emotions pretty accurately. I heard from that entrepreneur who introduced this intrapersonal intelligence to me was that the person with intrapersonal intelligence usually is a good fit for sales or business development job because he or she can predict other people's reactions. I didn't discover this side of myself until the recent years because I'm a statistician by training and thought that I was only good at technical jobs. But after I understand myself better, I have discovered many possibilities within myself. So I wanted to share this story of mine and perhaps would help you to discover yourself also. And next is, how do I journal? As I mentioned earlier, at the beginning, I just wrote it on a notebook. As technology developed, I then wrote it on my laptop and my phone. In fact, 
since my past 10 years of journals are my travel journals, when I'm on the road, perhaps on a flight, or in a car, or on the bus, I just take out my iPhone and start typing on the notepad, so that I could capture the emotions and thinkings at that moment. So why don't I write my journals after I come back from my trip? Because if I write my journals a week or two later, I may have a very different thinking or feeling after a week or two. And I just don't think it's as real or authentic as when I was writing it during the trip. And I usually will write the date, the day, the time, and the location at the heading first. So it records the basic information so I can know when and where triggers my thoughts. Then of course, I would describe the situation, what I'm seeing and what I'm thinking. Then I would just openly talk to myself, spend time with myself and think about what provoked my intention of writing this journal. I really enjoy that, journaling while being a solo female traveler. Yeah, I only talk to myself if I don't talk to the locals. That's how I was able to produce two travel journal books, I guess. From then on, you pretty much know all the rest of my stories about my world travel, studying, working, and living internationally. And that's the theme of my YouTube channel as well. I hope you do enjoy this video. I do more personalized coaching in my personal time, and you can check out more information on kksuccess.com if you are interested in how to change your mindset to be happier in life. I would appreciate if you can subscribe, like, and comment. Even just say hi would be a great support to me. If you want to receive my weekly video updates, do turn on the notification bell button next to the subscribe button. And I'll see you at the comment section. Lots of memories in the 100 and 138. So I think if I so I think if I didn't do journaling, I would not have consist I would not have including musical harmonic intelligence, visual including musical harmonic intelligence, visual spatial including musical including musical including music including music including musical harmonic intelligence. Uh, logical, mathematical intelligence, bodily, um, phys the physical intelligence. <laughs>